According to a study on psychological resilience by doctors Denise Fletcher and Mustafa Sakar, a morning routine has many scientific benefits that can improve physical and mental health, productivity, and overall well-being. The research shows that having a consistent morning routine can improve sleep quality, reduce stress levels, enhance cognitive function, and increase motivation and focus throughout the day. I'm Joe. That dude over there is Kurt, and we are Dudes in Progress. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Joe. (laughs) I got a cup of Joe. First time on any of our recordings. As do I. We are here at 6 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning. Coming in is, as I like to say, wheels a squealing. Uh, recording, recording this episode. I've just come off a week of travel, a whirlwind travel up through the northeastern part of the country for work. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that a little later on, a little later on in the show as I'm going through my wins for the week. But yeah, here we are. Here we are, Kurt. How you doing, pal? I've been busy joe you know i've got a week of travel coming up for fun to disney world with a bunch of my pals and when you do three podcasts and you committed to delivering those podcasts every single week well you got to do a lot of editing you got to do some more recording and and you know it's you know what i learned i think from this week is we can do more than we think we can and i'm really proud of the editing and getting my podcasts ready for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I have a question for you, my friend. Yes, sir. What time do you get up in the morning? Well, you know, I don't use an alarm clock. I know a lot of people do. I don't have a hard time. I go to bed early. I'm really exhausted at eight o'clock, which makes it easy to fade away. This week, I've been getting up really close to four o'clock in the morning to do this work. And then, but I would say generally between four and five thirty. <laughs> okay depending on the okay. day pretty consistently yeah that's a that's a that's a pretty big swing an hour and a half but it's I an hour before up. anyone else ever gets up that's true <laughs> that's true i'm a four thirty guy myself i usually wake up well before four thirty, and i have to go back to sleep if i wake up anytime after three o'clock i might stay up uh, I know this sounds crazy. Yeah. Many people out there are probably thinking, you guys are nuts. What are you thinking? Uh, but I do like that morning time. I do like that morning, quiet time. You can gather your thoughts. You can do your morning routine and kind of just get your, mm. get your day together. And I really notice if I sleep too late, I notice it throughout my, my whole day. Yeah. We share this in common, Joe. I l- I'll just reiterate. I love my morning time. I love it. Even when I'm on vacation, Joe, we get up early, even on vacation. I am weird like that. I don't sleep. I do too. I do. I feel horrible when I sleep in. I can't. And it's just like you said, there's a peaceful time. I, you know, we both have at least try our morning routines that are precious to us. And it's one of my most productive times anyway. I don't really plan on doing anything productive afternoon. <laughs> you know, we hear a lot about morning routines and keeping a morning routine and the benefits of a, of the morning of a morning routine. Mm. Uh, I just talked about this study on psychological resilience uh, by doctors Fletcher and Sakar. 
And a morning routine done consistently is life-changing. It was life-changing for me. And I've not always been a morning person. I didn't necessarily have to force myself to be a morning person. But once I got into the routine, wow. I I know life-changing may sound like a bit of hyperbole, but it really is. Now, I know you're going to get into this, and it's the main part of what we're going to discuss. Can you point to anything specific that has been changed in your life? When I get up early in the morning and I follow a morning routine, I, I genuinely have more energy and more focus throughout the whole day. One thing I have noticed, though, in, in getting up early, I do take an afternoon nap almost every day at some point. I'll go out to my car, I'll park it somewhere, maybe during lunchtime, and just snooze for about 15, 20 minutes. But it, the, my morning routine, uh, when, I, when I follow it, and we'll talk about consistency here, here in a bit, uh, when I follow my morning routine, it just sets my day up and I can, I can tell throughout the day that, okay, I'm, I've got the most important things out of the way and I'm kind of rolling downhill from there. I've been thinking about the morning routine as we set this to be our next couple of episodes, Joe. And I would say the thing that I notice the most, and I I suppose it depends what you're doing in your morning routine. I know you're going to go through a very specific process. And when mine include some meditation, some prayer, some reading in inspirational books or self-improvement books. When I hit the first meeting of the day for my day job, which we have a, a morning sit down or stand up, we call it, to talk about what we did yesterday, what we're going to do today towards our, our goals for the week at work, I'm in a great mood. I've, I'm already, I'm not like this guy who slept up until the day of, or the, the hour of the meeting and is groggy. I'm like ready, raring to go. Yeah. You've already got momentum, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, what's beautiful about a morning routine. You've already, you've already done a lot of the hard work, a lot of the personal hard work. Like I said before, it's kind of like rolling downhill. Well, I'm halfway done with my day by the time the morning meeting shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The truth about an early morning routine, like you said, evening comes and I'm whipped. I am tired. Yeah. Yeah. Friends make fun of me because I'm on a a call at eight o'clock. They know, they know my friends that I hang out with, you know, as you know, mostly through my podcasting, they they laugh at me because I'm dozing off at at nine o'clock. If if I'm doing, I don't like doing eight o'clock at night recordings, but I'll grind it out. Which means my we've nap, had, yeah, we've had a couple of those <laughs> uh, recording sessions, and uh, I can certainly tell the difference in both of us when we when we're able to do it in the morning or when it, we're able to record in the evening, early evening versus the late evening. Well, as you know, obviously uh, today's show is about morning routines and how they can indeed uh, be life changing. Most of what I have today comes from Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. When I went searching for a morning routine process, and I'm a process guy, uh, I like a routine, I like a process, I like to plug into something that, that works and do it consistently. Now, there's parts of me that, that 
uh, can wing it. And I'm pretty good at winging it. Fly by the seat of my pants when necessary. But the important stuff, I like to, I like to process. I like to make the important stuff a process. And Hal Elrod really came up with a, a great process for a morning routine. And he wrote a book called The Miracle Morning. Uh, and we're going to go through that uh, in today's show. Later in the show, of course, we're going to share our wins for the week. Uh, we, each are, we each bring a, a resource to share, and we will wrap up with a quote. Science has shown, research has shown that those that have a, a strong, regular morning routine are more productive, have a more positive attitude, have a better outlook on life, have reduced stress, cognitive functions are increased. I don't think there's any doubt if you can get into a morning routine and, and you can put morning in quotes because I think morning uh, to most people can be individualized, uh, but I'm, I'm talking about an early morning routine for me and you are too, but let, let's be, let's give a little grace on this, what morning means to most people and just, just understand if, if you have some kind of routine, some kind of positive routine that you do before, before the stuff hits the fan, <laughs> uh, when, you, when you first get up uh, in the morning, you are setting yourself up for a more successful day, a more successful week, a more successful year, and a more successful life just by, just by plugging into a good morning routine. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through uh, my morning routine that is, that is based off of uh, Hal Alrod's book. Uh, the Miracle Morning, and how how I've adapted it to my life. But Kurt, do you want to share just a little bit about your morning routine, or do you want to do that, or are you going to do that in your in the next episode? My morning routine again is mostly recently it's been coffee. You know, we talk about the cues. Mm-hmm. I groggily get up and, like a machine, walk to my coffee, Mister Coffee Maker, and prepare my coffee. And while that is brewing, I will do a physical activity, which is some barbells. So it's really pretty short. It's about 15 minutes of barbell routine, Joe. And I'm waiting for my coffee to finish. And then it's really a little bit of meditation or prayer and, and some reading. I like to get at least 15 minutes of reading. And this podcast is inspirational for, for that reading. I'm looking, I'm maybe doing some research, preparing for this podcast or reading a book. That's, that's what I'm going to be doing upcoming as we, <clears throat> we have new content that we want to create. I'm going to start reading. I want to do like a chapter a day in the book. So that will be. And then it's always, here's the part that I'm trying to add on there, Joe, trying to keep that, that part I just talked about for about 30 minutes. And then I want to do something really productive in areas that I want to work on. And so that's something I'm working on right now. I model my morning routine after Hal Elrod's SAVERS uh, formula. SAVERS is an acronym or an acrostic. I, like I said before, I, I, I never know the difference between the two, but it's savers S A V E R S. And each letter stands for a part of the morning routine. How did some research on, uh, how, what, what morning routines, what, what is it about a morning routine? What do the most successful people put in their morning routines? And he combined them all into this savers morning routine. 
and I really like it. Now, in full disclosure, I don't do all the savers. Uh, There's a couple of them that I've just not been able to fit in yet, but the ones that I do have really made a difference in my life. So let's go through each letter of savers, then we'll discuss what each one means. Uh, Savers, let's start with the S. S means silence. Uh, The A means affirmations. The V is visualization. The E is exercise. The R is reading. And the other S is scribing. Let's talk about silence. This is where I take about 10 to 15 minutes and meditate. It's, it's time just you set aside for prayer, reflection, meditation, just sitting quietly. What I do is I practice uh, mindfulness meditation where you concentrate on your breath. Um, we're not, I'm not going to go deep into what mindfulness meditation is. The, the important thing is just to have some time set aside uh, to be quiet whatever that might mean to you. I use mindfulness meditation. I do some, I do some deep breathing. My morning routine starts, starts with me immediately getting out of bed when I wake up and stretching. Just a quick 10-second stretch. Not, maybe not even 10 seconds, maybe five seconds. That's my cue to move my morning forward. I wake up, I stretch, and I move my morning forward. Uh, I, 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 as well, get a cup of coffee. I'll get a, uh, I will cook up a couple eggs and then I will start my, I will start my morning routine. It starts with silence, the practice of just taking time for reflection or prayer or meditation. Just sit quietly, just sit quietly with your own thoughts. You, you mentioned in your routine, Kurt, that you do some, you do some prayer and reflection. Yeah. I experiment with, I've done the mindfulness meditation or I'll use one of the apps on my phone to listen to a pre-recorded meditation sometimes. I like the birds recently. My wife, actually, her and I have been talking about the apps that you can turn on and record and listen to, and they'll tell you what birds are chirping outside. What are the noises? What are the noises? Can you sit there and listen? Even early in the morning, is there something? Is the house creaking? (laughs) Is there a mouse crawling across the top of my (laughs) family room? It's so important just to take a few minutes and sit in silence hmm. and meditate, reflect, whatever that, whatever that might be. So that's the S in savers. The A in savers is affirmations. This is just where you take, take a few minutes and, and read some positive statements that you repeat to yourself to help shift your mindset and build confidence and really set, set your mindset off on a, on a, in a positive way in dis- full disclosure here, these next two are things that I don't do consistently, uh, that I, I want to try to build in my routine, but they, they have not been, they have not been priorities in my morning routine, but following, following Hal's, uh, Hal's recommendations here, find some way to insert some positive statements, uh, some positive affirmations that you just repeat yourself a few times just to, just to set your mind right, just to build some confidence and to put some positivity uh, into your mind as you, as you start off your day. I think these two that you're going to go into next, I also have not as been consistent. I have tried and not been consistent with affirmations and visualizations. But again, whatever you think about most often is where your, your world and your life is going to go. And so I think in his book, 
that I'm going to go through the miracle equation. He goes into the affirmations and visualizations a lot, and he's got a, another routine that goes in there very specifically. And the idea is you're going to follow through with the things that you think about the most. So if you can build that into your morning routine and into your subconscious, the likelihood of you acting on those things is much greater. So affirmations are important. Uh, just positive statements that you make to yourself, that you repeat to yourself to help your set your mindset uh, in on the right track. So that's silence and affirmations. Next, we have visualization. I know you and I have talked a lot about the law of attraction and visualizing kind of where you want yourself, where you, where you see yourself, what you want yourself uh, to be in the future and uh, the universe kind of making that happen. And uh, there may be some differing opinions on how that works. And, but I don't think there's any doubt that there's something going on there. When you take time to visualize your future, your specific goals, the outcome that you want for your life, create those mental images, maybe even create a vision board. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that visualization brings you closer to the person you want to be and the goals that you want that you want in your life. It's just taking time to sit silently and use your imagination to visualize your future self uh, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, a month down the road, uh, and visualize who you want to be, the contribution you want to make, how your life looks, and be as detailed as, be as detailed as possible when you're doing this. Like I said, a lot of people create a vision board. Uh, I've not done that myself. But I have, I have found when I sit down quietly and visualize my future self uh, in as much detail as possible, I'm more motivated uh, to do those things that bring me closer to that person. Mm. I'll give you an example, Joe. I don't know that we differ that much on the law of attraction, to be honest with you. I think we should do a show on that topic and see where we are. We will. Because I think... When you're thinking about something, I'll give you an example, and I think I may have talked about this already, but I'll reiterate it. I was thinking during this time of my career a few years ago, I don't know that I'm all excited in what I'm doing right now. I think I want to make a change. And you start visualizing, what would that change be? Start thinking about it. And when you're, when you're in that state of mind, you're more likely to hear something that you might not hear otherwise. You're tuned in to things around you. And the example I gave, I was walking down the stairs of my very corporate, formal work environment, and a former manager of mine, I saw at the bottom of the stairs talking to somebody, and he shouted out something to me in the middle of his conversation, and I could have swore he said SharePoint. And I wasn't sure. And it was a piece of software that I was interested in, I knew about, I went right back to my desk. And here's where the action took, but I might not have otherwise made if I wasn't thinking about this. I could have, I could have just brushed that off. Now, I don't even know if he even said that. <laughs> to be honest, I still don't know if it's, that's what he said. I went up and I looked at the job postings and sure enough, under his organization, there was a job opening and I took action and applied for it. And that's what I've been doing for the last six, seven years. And now you are the go-to guy for SharePoint and all things SharePoint in your organization. I got right to where I wanted to be as an, I built myself up as a, an expert in another technology from scratch. 
So visualization is important. And uh, my hope for myself is that uh, I do I do incorporate both affirmations and visual visualization more into my morning routine. And I don't know where the block is for these two things. I think some of it is uh, I look at visualization as a little too woo woo and not as practical, right? And maybe the same thing same thing with affirmations. Uh, I think there I think I have some kind of mental block with both of these. But when I have forced myself. Uh, to participate in both affirmations and visualization, uh, I have been better for it. My morning and my day has been better for it. So that's silence, affirmations, visualization, and the savers in the savers process. The next is exercise, which is a critical part of my morning routine. Even in the even in the smallest way, to find some way to move and to participate in physical activity. Mine is usually some kind of stretching activity where I have a, almost a yoga type of practice, but where I, I stretch every part of my body and uh, starting, with, starting with my legs and my arms, uh, my back, I have, a, I have a whole stretching routine that I go through. That's pretty, pretty intense. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm working out, although I'm stretching, I'm, I'm really working out. Uh, but you can, this can be anything. You can do you can walk for 15 minutes. You can, like Kurt, you do, you do the, the, the dumbbells for about 15 minutes. Some kind of physical activity to get your blood flowing. Boost those endorphins. Uh, like I said, it can be a quick workout, uh, a yoga session, a brisk walk, uh, but just some kind of physical activity to keep things, uh, to get moving. Yeah, I love... My morning walks. That's a no, that is one of the other things that I have been extremely consistent on for many years. And if I don't get that done in the morning, the, I have a seven thousand step goal. If I don't get my at least half hour in the morning, it's extremely difficult for me to get that step goal in, Joe. For the and I think that's true of all of these routines that we're talking about. If I don't do them in the morning, someone's going to steal that time for me. These are some of the most important things that you can do for yourself, for your work, for your career, for the people that you love and the people who love you. Uh, these, these things, uh, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing, are some of the most important things that you can do for your life. Uh, and setting aside morning time before everything and everybody else like you said, tries to steal that time away from you, you're going to be better for it. And the people around you are going to be better for it. So that's exercise. Find a way to, find a way to move in the morning, to get those endorphins going and get that blood flowing. Uh, next is reading, something that I do in my morning routine. I set up a timer to, to read. And I do this, like I said, for my silence as well, uh, to read for 15 minutes. Uh, actually, my, my reading time is 15 is tr- actually 20 minutes, but I set the timer to stop at 15 minutes because after I read and I will, I will read some kind of self-improvement book, a self-help book, a biography, uh, something inspirational. A lot of times I'll read from the Bible just to kind of get my mind in a, in a, in a space where I'm critically thinking, uh, I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm getting input from somebody else's life and somebody else's experience. You read every morning as well. Don't you, Kurt? Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. I'm glad that I have been, Joe. I've got lots of highlighting. I love the Kindle. Oh my gosh. I thought I was one of these people like, I'm not going to give up 
physical books. And you probably know, Joe, as you get older, your eyesight (laughs) is not not as good. It can't get every book on big print, but I love my Kindle. I have an Amazon Fire that I bought. The color one is, I don't know, less than $100 or something. It's fantastic. I love that thing. I love just taking my finger and highlighting things. And I'm so glad I did. It's given me content for this podcast. I use a Kindle Paperwhite because it has, it's a, it feels like you're reading a book digitally, but it just has, has a, it's a good reading experience. But I, what, what I love about using a Kindle, uh, a Kindle reading device is Goodreads. Uh, all of your, all of, if you have a Goodreads account and you connect your Goodreads account to your Kindle and Goodreads is owned by Amazon, all of your highlights are there. You can even take notes. Uh, you can look at what other people have, have highlighted in there in, in the same book. And it really adds to the reading experience because you can go back and look at all your highlights in one place instead of kind of flipping through the book like you would normally look through your highlights. You can, go, you can connect your, your Kindle account to Goodreads and all of your highlights are right there. Mm, fantastic. It's, it's, it's very I, cool. But Yeah, I was thinking a little tip I heard, if you really want to comprehend your reading, you read something, and as you say, you scribe or write it down. The next thing you could do to really comprehend it is to teach it to someone else. I might have read it in Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or some of Stephen Covey's, Covey's writings. Within within 24 hours of learning something new, teach it to somebody else. Mm. And and you will solidify what you have just learned. I think that's magical. You know what else will happen? You'll say something dumb and someone will correct you. Then you'll really remember it. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that before. I've done that a few times <laughs> in my life. No doubt about that. No it takes a little that. courage to teach something that you don't feel that com- confident in yet. Yeah, when you're when you're teaching anybody, I mean, I taught I taught a adult Bible st- Bible study for years and years and years at my church, and uh, I had some people in my class that have been Christians for much oh, longer than me. Right, and uh, I was at first I was li- I was a little intimidated, but what I found is most people don't know much about anything. <laughs> <laughs> And if I just stayed a week ahead, I'm the expert, right? <laughs> That's true. I'm 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 uh, kidding. I, uh, I say that tongue in cheek, but many a truths are told in jest. Uh, but you can be intimidated. My point is, when you're teaching somebody else, that can be intimidating because yeah. you think, well, who am I to teach this? Uh, all you have to do is be a be a a couple lessons in front of everybody else. And you're still the expert, right? <laughs> well, and I'll just add, we can move on. But if you blog about something and you give a very specific answer to a problem, someone else may chirp in and say, you know what? You could do this and you end up learning something if you're humble enough. And, and what, you might even, they may even have an idea that's even better than yours. And you can acknowledge that and move on. But you've, again, enhanced your knowledge through the community of people that you're communicating with. Absolutely. And then I take about five minutes and I write, I write what I've learned during that reading session, just one or two sentences, maybe one sentence. Uh, and that brings us to, to scribing. Scribing is journaling. 
Hal in his book makes it very clear. He just called it scribing so he can make the word savers make sense because he, he didn't want to end it with a J, right? But scribing is, scribing is journaling. I have a very specific method of journaling, and, but it doesn't lend itself well to podcasting. Uh, but what I do is I draw, I draw a little square in my journal. And in that square, I, I write down uh, whatever my, I, I, I make smaller squares, squares almost like a matrix. And I write down my goals uh, or what I'm trying to accomplish, not necessarily goals, but what I'm trying to accomplish either that day or uh, that week, uh, just wherever, wherever my life is. If I'm, if I'm tracking my weight, I'll write my weight down there. Uh, if I'm tracking my sleep, I'll, I'll write my sleep down there. And I leave a big space in the middle. And like I said, this doesn't lend itself to podcasting. I'm doing the best I can to describe it. But I leave a big space in the middle to write down a word of the day that kind of makes me think about what do I want to accomplish today? Who do I want to be today? And I also write down one thing, one thing that I'm grateful for and one sentence from my reading. And that's it. I keep it very, very, very simple because uh, journaling is something that I will not do if it's not simple and quick and frankly easy. Right. And to get the benefits we've been talking about, you don't have to commit a ton of time to this. I think 30 minutes is a great sweet spot to do what we're describing. But Joe, I hope you would commit to posting maybe a little drawing into our private Facebook group of your yeah. morning routine because yeah. it's kind of unique. I think you developed it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll write, I'll, I'll just, I'll take a snap pot snapshot of one of my pages and, and just put that right into the, uh, right into the Facebook uh, group, uh, which you can find at dudesinprogress.com slash Facebook. It'll take you right there. You don't even have to look for it. You don't even have to search for it. Just dudesinprogress.com slash Facebook. So that those are Hal Elrod's savers morning routine, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. I've been doing this routine literally for years, for a long time. Uh, I would say more than more than five years, as long as you and I have been have been friends, Kurt. Uh, I've been I've been doing some sort of morning routine based on this this savers process, and I will I will admit to you that I'm not consistent always, and I don't do all of them. Uh, but the important thing is to do something in the in the morning to set your day off right, and do something consistently. I've already shared with you that I don't do affirmations and visualization consistently. Sometimes my silence is one minute and my exercise is a quick jog around the house. Some, and my reading is one minute and my scribing is writing one sentence of gratitude and that's it. Uh, but just to keep the process going, do something every day and don't miss a day. Don't make, don't make this a Monday through Friday thing. Try to make it an everyday thing, but do something every day and be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up for maybe missing one of the, one of the letters, uh, or you may miss the, the whole day. The, the beautiful thing about waking up in the morning is you get it, you get to do it again, right? Uh, sometimes we can, sometimes we can be hard on ourselves by missing a day and we think of ourselves as failures and say, ah, you know what? I knew I couldn't consistently do a morning routine. So 
Why bother? Just stick mm. with it. Stick with it. If I were to say the most important things to me in my routine, and, uh, and, I, and I bet you these would be universal, is silence, exercise, and scribing or journaling. Uh, if you do those three things every day, and then, and then incorporate the, the rest of them as you, as you can. Uh, reading is a very, very close, is a very, very close uh, necessity. But uh, if you do, if you just take some time to be quiet, take some time to exercise, and just write your thoughts a little bit in, in your journal every day, you're off to a fantastic start. I like those, Joe. The, what I'm struggling with, I've done great jobs with those that you've just described. And then I do, again, something productive towards my goal of being consistent with my podcast. I'm always working on those things. The one I want to add, and we'll talk about this next week as we cover Hal Elrod's The Miracle Equation, is working to, towards something that I want to achieve. And in my case, it's going to be training. So I'm going to challenge you, Joe, and anyone else listening, whenever they want to do this, come up with a 30-day miracle mission. And mine's going to be around training. I'll talk about that. I want to add that in there during my morning time. I love that. I love that book, The Miracle Equation. Uh, Hal's done a really good job at, at, at distilling down some of these processes to make them very clear, make them, to make them practical, and make them uh, and, and make them implementable, I guess you would say, immediately. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on, on the Miracle Equation because I read the book myself, and uh, I, I, it makes me want to go back and probably implement more of that uh, into, my, into my, daily, uh, my daily practices. But that's, that's the daily routine of savers, uh, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Uh, I don't do all of them. You don't do all of them, Kurt. But if you can figure out a way to just have a good morning routine every day, you will, uh, you, you're going to set yourself up for, um, for success in all areas of your life. So what's going on over in the Dudes in Progress community, Kurt? Well, <laughs> I had to tell you, Joe, you know, my wife likes to listen to Dudes in Progress. Usually when we're in the car, we visit her mom mostly every Saturday on their ride. It's about a 45 minute ride one way. So we were able to get the whole show in, but, and she really enjoys all of your knowledge, Joe. I just want to give you that feedback. Well, thank you, but I hear a big butt coming. <laughs> She's, she says you sound very smart. <laughs> I'm glad I sound smart, but she disagrees with you on the washing sheets that you mentioned that you purchased as one of your resources recently on the podcast. Oh, okay. She's tried okay. them. She doesn't like how clean our clothes come out from those sheets. Interesting. She says Interesting. It, it might be clean enough for guys, but not for her. <laughs> <laughs> she loves her Walmart brand. <laughs> well, I have used these for about, we have used these for a couple weeks now. And so far, I like them a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they do a really good job at, at cleaning the clothes. <laughs> I like I like how minimalist they are. You just have this little <laughs> little package of squares. You don't have the big plastic bottle sitting on yourself. 
And so far, huh. they're doing a pretty good job. I'm not, I'm not ready for a full report yet, but so far, <laughs> I'm digging them. It's kind of funny of all the controversial things you and I have talked about, and I've even shared some things she didn't know about me <laughs> that I've hidden from her. The That's one that funny. got her the, the most emotional or the, the washing sheets you mentioned. <laughs> she looked at me like, oh, I disagree with that. <laughs> That's I just funny. thought that was funny. And also, funny. I got a correction from a listener and some mistake I made, Joe, about taxes. I don't know if you caught it. She told me exactly where in the episode I went back and listened to it. I was excited. My win for the week was I got my taxes done on time in the past few years we've laxed and then we've had to ask for an extension and i made the mistake to say that you don't have to pay your taxes until november i think i said it almost that directly but the yeah. truth is you have to at least i remember i've had to think back on this my accountant saying you know this is your estimated tax that we think so far i know we've got some more work to do we're going to apply for an extension but go in and make a payment at this number so you don't get penalized and you definitely will incur interest if you wait until november to pay them off so thank you joy for correcting me on that i apologize i, I am not here to give tax advice first of all good point good point Kurt. <laughs> and and the the important thing about that is just to be clear you you may be able to file an extension to file your taxes yeah. but your money is due that's right on april 16th or april 15th absolutely. that's your money is due then absolutely I, and i'm surprised i didn't catch that uh, but thank you joy for catching that yeah joe you're supposed to correct me when i screw up anything else from the community <laughs> yeah I have another good friend shout out to deirdre who told me she really enjoyed our faith-based shows that we did and especially she's also enjoyed the chosen Thank you, Deidre. Appreciate that feedback. Uh, I know faith is uh, often a subject that is uh, touchy, and it, and it can be. And I think we we even we saw some feedback uh, about faith, about questioning, about uh, a few people questioning their faith, and uh, and our stance on faith. And we certainly appreciate we certainly appreciate that feedback as well. So thank you, Deidre. We uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. How about a win for the week, Kurt? Yes, I was mentioning getting ready for vacation. You know, I was, and again, just to say that we can do more than we think we can. Even when Joe and I were talking about doing this podcast, I was concerned that I could churn out another podcast with already great consistency with my Geeking on Walt Disney World podcast. But this week, I counted up. I was looking, going ahead, planning out. I was saying to Joe last week, I said, Joe, I've got five podcasts and i think we got to record twice before i go on my vacation and i looked at i've only got 10 days to do this but would you believe on su so sunday even go back in saturday i finished geeking which i usually do on sunday and then i started putting patching together three episodes one was the dudes in progress and then a couple of my geeking shows did all that patching work on sunday and then monday and tuesday I had like three of them edited already in three days. I was just, wow. I was so proud of myself. I really grinded it out. Awesome. Because you know, I'm not a big, I, I don't really enjoy that part of podcasting, the editing piece. 
you're not really listening to the show. It's, you're not listening to it for enjoyment. You're listening to it for mistakes and fixing them. And my, I don't have patience. It's a hard thing for me to, to sit in this chair and grind that out. I don't mind editing so much, uh, but you're right. I mean, when you're, it can be monotonous. Mm. It, it can be monotonous, but it's a necessary part of what we do here, right? I'm curious to hear what your win for the week is because I didn't read ahead. I had a really interesting week. I traveled to uh, the northeastern part of the country. I flew out. Uh, I flew out Sunday morning to uh, White Plains Airport, a small little airport right on the border of New York and Connecticut. Uh, I was hoping to see you. Uh, during this trip, but uh, we weren't able to make that happen. Uh, but I flew into White Plains, made my way down into New York City, ended up the week in Midland, Michigan. Uh, but through those travels, although it was indeed a work trip, trip, I promise this was a work trip. <laughs> uh, I visited New York City for the very first time. I've been through New York City, but I've never visited New York City. Mm. Uh, I've taken a cab from LaGuardia to JFK. I've flew into New York many times as a layover, uh, and uh, I've spent maybe just a an hour or so in in transit, uh, commuting commuting from one place to another, but never really visited New York City. And I took some time to visit New York City for the very first time during this trip. Took a ferry, uh, the Staten Island is that right? The Staten Island ferry past the Statue of Liberty uh, over to Manhattan and back. And that was that was that was very cool. Ate at Katz's Deli, the world famous Katz's Deli. Uh, so saw the Statue of Liberty. Ate at Katz's Deli. I had a cannoli, Kurt, oh. in Little Italy at the Cannoli King in Little Italy. Uh, and I I hearken back to my my affection for the Godfather. Uh, uh, leave the gun, take the cannoli. That famous scene in in Godfather. So I had a cannoli in Little Italy. And I saw the 9-11 memorial at One World Trade Center. And I saw that in the evening, so I didn't get to go in. Uh, but it was still, it, that place is, um, it's a place of reverence. Mm. And it's a place of, uh, uh, it's a place, of, that's the best, that's the best term I can think of. Mm. It's, 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 it's a place of reverence. And I was really glad I, I got to, uh, I got to see mm. that the 9-11 Memorial at One World Trade Center. Hung out at Times Square for a little bit, for about an hour or so at Times Square. And I even made my way up to Niagara Falls for a couple hours. Wow. My yeah. gosh, Joe. Yes. You did yes. some things that I've never done before. I've never seen the yeah. Statue of Liberty. Here I live in Connecticut, and I'm really glad that you got a chance to see quite a bit on a work trip. That's awesome. I, I, I did, and, and this was all... Uh, other than other than the Niagara Falls visit, uh, we had a we had about an hour or two uh, between uh, between meetings, and we realized we're just a half an hour from Niagara Falls. So let's let's pop up there and took a couple pictures, walked around. That was cool. But yeah, whirlwind. I mean, like I said, mm. took a ferry past the Statue of Liberty, ate at Katz's Deli, had a cannoli at Cannoli King in Little Italy, uh, saw the nine eleven memorial, Times Square, and. Uh, Niagara Falls. Well, I hope the next time you're in, we can pull together a Yankee Stadium trip. That's what I wanted to do with you when you come, and we'll definitely. That's majestic too. As I I showed you some pictures of some seats that I'd like to get for you when you you're back in 
the New York area. I'm not that far from there, so we got to hook up. I can't wait. I can't wait. Of course, we're uh, we're sharing a resource as well. So, what your what's your resource for the day or for the week? Yeah, you know, I'm going to cheat again. I got I give you two because I've been thinking about this, but I'm going to do some fun ones. Nothing too. Joe did one of the his resources was like a trash bucket for your car. I remember. Yeah. Joe? So yeah. I got an Amazon one for you. One I've been enjoying recently. I had one of these microwave egg cookers and I couldn't find it. And I love egg sandwiches. That's like one of my, that talk about morning routine. Boy, if I can have an egg sandwich, everyone that knows me knows that is something I really enjoy. So I went on to Amazon and said, yeah, I got to, I tried Walmart and I couldn't find anything. So I went on to Amazon, good old trusty Amazon. I got this two sets of microwave egg cooker for one minute, each egg, you can build a little egg sandwich and omelet. It's so fast and easy without much mess. Just red. It says that it's nonstick, but that's not true. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I got to put a little butter or olive oil spray. And there I go. I add some bacon or sausage to it and my little hamburger bun or muffin. And I got a fantastic egg sandwich. So I'm loving that. And I guess entertainment wise, this has been surprising me. I, I've told Joe this already. And I've told my wife that I, I can't believe how hooked I am on Columbo. You know, what fascinates me, it's from my childhood when back in the 70s, I like the cars. I love the actors, some of the famous actors that made, this is one of those shows where they would come on, of course, and do guest appearances. I'm, I'm loving that and reading about those actors and actresses. And then just his, <laughs> the way, he acts like a bumbling idiot in the way he, there's a mystery to it and the way it unfolds every time. And the stories I find quite ingenious and creative how they solve the murder mysteries. So my resource is Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. Of course, that would be my re my resource for the day, because that's what I based uh, this episode on. But I really invite you to go to Amazon. Uh, the link is on our is in today's show notes at uh, dudesinprogress.com. But go check out Hal Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. I I think you'll I think you'll really appreciate it. And Kurt, you have a quote for us. You know, I was thinking back. Tell me if I've not already given this. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time. So I apologize if I did it before. I don't think I did. But it's and it came up during one of my podcast recordings. I was editing this past week, so I mentioned it there. I'm going to mention it here. It's better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. Mark Twain. Mark Twain is one of the most quotable, <laughs> quotable people in history, right? Uh, I, love, I love his stuff. And that is so true. That is so true. How does that, why does that strike you at this moment? That really resonates with me, especially when you're in meetings. And I have times when I'm, bloviating and talking a lot and there's times when i'm really really silent and just thinking and i i want to i don't want to talk unless i have something important or meaningful to say <laughs> yeah i always i always respected the people and listened more to the people that uh towards the end of the meeting they always have these little nuggets of wisdom after they've listened to everybody everybody like you said bloviate and give their opinion and and make their case those one or two sentences that comes from the quiet guy in the back right 
I always appreciate it. I agree. I love that quote. I love that quote. What's your and quote? I've been I've been I've been a fool myself, right? <laughs> I have been a fool myself. My quote harkens back to the Stoics. Another one by Marcus Aurelius. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Marcus Aurelius. Fantastic. You are relevant with the topic of this episode and next episode. And how important is it to 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 try to to try to set off our, our day with a thought like that? Mm. To realize what a precious day you had you have ahead of you. Just to be alive. To enjoy to enjoy your day, to love people who love you and allow yourself to be loved, to breathe, just to think. And what a privilege that is. What a precious privilege that is. I agree, Joe. I think it's really important in our busy, busy days and lives. Take a step back. If you can do it every morning, great. Look for ways that you can do that. As we wrap up, Kurt, our website is dudesinprogress.com. You can visit our Facebook page at dudesinprogress.com slash Facebook. If you want to support the show through Patreon, you can go to dudesinprogress.com slash support. And if you want to email us, dudes at dudesinprogress.com. So that's our hub, dudesinprogress.com. And that's where you'll, you'll find everything about, about us. Uh, you can listen to past episodes. You can support the show. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, you can even leave comments right there at dudesinprogress.com. I love community. I love you guys that are listening. Even the feedback. Be be kind. <laughs> They've all been so far. But if we tweak a nerve or you want to add to the conversation, please reach out to us any way that's comfortable for you. And I will try to mention you on the podcast. As we go into this week, remember, Kurt, progress is better than perfection. So let's keep moving forward. Joe, sometimes I make mistakes, but next week I'm going to try to do better. Talk to you soon, my friend. Bye, Joe.